Step Into the Realm of the Paranormal Until the Last Drop, a show that blends paranormal stories and events with a themed drink. Ah! Uh-huh. It's a banshee. Is it? <laughs> sure, why not? Let's consider that a banshee's whale. I don't... Um. Yes, exactly. Speechless because of the fear that the banshee has instilled into your heart. Uh-huh, we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, in this episode, <laughs> we might be covering a little bit on some Irish folklore, or things that are more common within Irish folklore. The Banshee is one of them, in case... Uh, well, we're going to talk about the Banshee? Maybe. Oh. I don't know. That was the Banshee whale, so we should probably talk about it, or we at should, least address it. We should probably talk quickly, though, because if that was the Banshee whale, one of us is going to die. I don't know. Well, we'll probably have enough time to go into great detail of our family origin. Yes, because <laughs> it is very important that we yeah. discuss our detailed ancestry and genealogy. Yes. So well, that everybody there's, knows. There's reason for that. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think we should also talk about? You think the Kelpie might be up in there? Yeah. Yeah, that good old water horse or mm. whatever it wants to be. <laughs> um. And then we've already done leprechauns. Mm-hmm. So those are kind of, they've kind of fallen into the fairy section. So, because they're kind of fairyish. Yeah, they're part of the fae. Yeah. And we have done like fairies. So mm-hmm. we might uh, hold off on the leprechauns this time around. So we might hit with just the two, or we might <laughs> save another one for later. <laughs> The dead will rise, so they can hear more content from Till the Last Drop. Now the Banshee, it can be known as the terror of the oldest families in Ireland. Or a very loud old woman. Well, she's also known as the little washerwoman. Yeah. The hag of the mist, the <laughs> hag of the blackhead. She's a hag. Two yeah. out of three doctors agree that she's a hag. But <laughs> it's that one doctor. Um, he's also the one who doesn't recommend toothpaste, right? Maybe. Well, he's probably one of the four out of five or nine out of ten. I don't know. He's the one that just He's the one that agree. always has to say no. Exactly. Um, so she can take three different forms. She can be a young and comely maiden, a matron of full and generous figure, or that of a wretched old crone. <laughs> ah! <laughs> or crow. Wretched old crow. I was like, crow. is that your crow noise? That was a terrible crow. I don't know. really bad. That was, no, that was the banshee. That wasn't me. Mm-hmm. See, getting, mm-hmm. getting closer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But in the case of that, anyway, she's like... She can could even come as a creature. I have a fields, a stoat, hare, weasel, or a crow. So she so, can be a crow. Yeah, she can be a crow or a stoat or a hare a or a weasel. A stoat so. makes me think of that game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The but name that, of which I can't recall off the top of my head. Yep. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so when she's in her womanly figure form. Uh, sure. The hag form. Um, or pretty full-figured woman well you never know i mean she could look fine and then you see her face and just full hag (laughs) like two out of three like she's like 
She's got a nice body, but you want to put a bag over her face? Maybe. Well, hag and bag sound very similar, so I would make sense that it would. She's probably got a wonderful personality. Don't be be doing that to her. I don't know. I mean, like more details in here kind of make me think differently. (laughs) I mean, she's just doing her job. So, I mean, the hag was washing human limbs and heads with gory weapons and clothes till all the waters were defiled with blood, brains, and floating hair. She was trying to clean the limbs? <laughs> she can't help that they're shedding bits of themselves. I mean, she's doing a job. Not I all jobs are, are, you know, glamorous, <laughs> all right? Leave her alone. Typically, she's dressed in red or white, whatever the occasion calls for. Oh, special occasions. Huh? Mm-hmm. In the... Uh, or maybe sh- green. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. And <laughs> and sometimes she might be uh, dressed in the shrouds of the dead. Oh. Well, so then, she's, yeah. you know, got lots of different styles. Yeah. Well, isn't that great? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, and apparently she screams. However, that part is not in here just yet. So. So no matter what shape she takes, her coming always foretells doom and death, disaster and dismay. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So pretty or ugly, you know, old, young, bird, stoat. (laughs) lot of varieties. I'm the stoat of death. Fear me. Red dress, white dress, shrouds of the dead. No matter what, she's bringing death and doom. Would she be wearing a shroud, a a red shroud as a weasel? Like a weasel wearing shroud? Oh, now see, I would be really... (laughs) A weasel wearing a shroud and you look at it and the first thing you hear is... "Ah!" I would not run from that. I don't <laughs> Just a feel screaming like that's, weasel wearing clothes. I don't feel like that's like, super intimidating. I'd be like, oh my gosh, no look at here. you. You're adorable. Come home with me. And this is how we all die, honey. Just throwing that oh, out there. Well, if I ever see a weasel in the house, I'll know. It was not It's not me. actually a weasel. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. Well, this has been a great start <laughs> to an episode about Irish folklore. I mean, we're talking about the Banshee. Yeah. Now, this hasn't been addressed yet. Of course, we're doing Irish folklore because we have some Irish poutine. Mm-hmm. And other than like it being just the Irish version of moonshine, I mean, we might have an interesting drink coming up with it as well. But... Uh, that's going to be towards the end of the episode mm-hmm. <laughs> because this is much more interesting mm-hmm. screaming about banshees. Screaming so. banshees. Yes. It wasn't you screaming about the banshees. It was the banshee screaming. Well, remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I never said story. that I was screaming. So You said screaming about banshees. Well, you never know. <laughs> we could like up the volume a little bit. And start screaming about the banshees. (laughs) If the banshee continues to yell loud, then we would have to increase our own volume. We would have to ask her to please be quiet because we're recording. (laughs) Yeah. Keep it down. (laughs) Yeah. We're trying to record. So anyway, there is a bit of a story about the background of a banshee encounter, I believe. Yeah. 
So I think a lot of people mostly associate banshees with Ireland. And there's a lot of um, old Irish families that uh, were kind of followed by the banshee. There's a lot of them. Uh, Some of them will be O'Grady's, O'Neill's, O'Long's, (laughs) O'Brien's. Some of them I would mispronounce if I tried. So apologies. (laughs) But uh, yeah. So by tradition, she would appear before the death of one of those uh families um but yeah the banshee is not strictly (laughs) confined to ireland um she's been known to follow families abroad even yeah and continue uh foretelling the death of the families i guess um Yeah, I know there was a little bit of a excerpt here. Like in her other forms, she's best known by her distinctive wailing, described in the South as a low melodious song. In the North, the clapping of two boards. What? <laughs> in the East, <laughs> the shriek of a woman or an owl. <laughs> so I, I like how the difference is like, well, there's a melodious sound, a song. Uh huh. Or the clapping clapping? of some boards. (laughs) So, like, somebody's got some different tastes in music, obviously. But what Um, about the West? um, There is no West. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you're in the West, you're good. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, there's no West in Ireland. It's only East, North, North and South. South Yep. Yep. Interesting. (laughs) At least not listed here, anyway. (laughs) So, um... You said there was a story. Yes. Let's see here. It says that a party of visitors were gathered together on the deck of a private yacht on one of the Italian lakes in the 19th century. And during a lull in the conversation, one of them, a colonel, said to the owner, Count, who's that queer looking woman you have on board? The count replied that there was nobody except the ladies present. How rude of him. But the speaker protested that he was correct. And suddenly, with a scream of horror, he placed his hands before his eyes and exclaimed, Oh my God, what a face! This guy's really rude. I don't know if that's how he said it, but I like to think that it is. (laughs) He's so rude. Who's that ugly chick over there, dude? (laughs) Ah, 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 I shield my eyes. For some time, he was overcome with terror and at last reluctantly looked up and cried, Oh, thank heavens, it's gone. What was it? asked the Count. Nothing human, replied the Colonel. Nothing belonging to this world. It was a woman of no earthly type with a queer-shaped gleaming face, a mass of red hair and eyes that would have been beautiful but for their expression, which was hellish. She had on a green hood after the fashion of an Irish peasant. An American lady present suggested that the description tallied with that of the Banshee, upon which the Count said, I am an O'Neill. At least I am descended from one. My family name is, as you know, Nelsini, which little more than a century ago was O'Neill. My great-grandfather served in the Irish Brigade, and on its disillusion at the time of the French Revolution, had the good fortune to escape the general massacre of officers, and in company with an O'Brien and a Maguire, fled across the frontier 
and settled in Italy. On his deaths, his son, who had been born in Italy and was far more Italian than Irish, changed his name to Nilsini, by which name the family has been known ever since, but for all that we are Irish. <laughs> the banshee was yours then, cried the colonel. What exactly does it mean? It means, the count replied solemnly, the death of someone very closely associated with me. Pray heaven, it is not my wife or daughter. But he need not have worried, for he was struck dead by a heart attack within two hours. <laughs> uh, the place now known as Losrak in, or Lorak? I, I don't know. I think it's Lorak. Lorask. There it is. <laughs> the place now known as Lorak in County Clare, where I, oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> Abil uh -huh. and her 25 banshees are yet said to haunt the land is marked on the map below, which is actually, this map is, okay, here we go. It's a little bit northeast of Lisdunvarna. Uh-huh. I think that's the name. And uh, it's pretty close to Ballyvon. I, if somebody's in this area, they would probably know. But up from Doolin. Uh, how far up from Doolin? I mean, Doolin is south from Lis Dunvarna. Uh, that's. I, I zoomed in. Oh, okay. So yeah, it, <laughs> it's pretty. Doolin is far over. But yeah, it is close to Bally. Yeah. It's a, it's actually like really north of uh, Ballyvon. Yeah. So, <clears throat> anywho. So, <laughs> I don't know how I would feel if I was on a boat <laughs> with this guy and like the one guy's like, oh my God, what is that thing? And this guy's like, well, I can as tell you all exactly of you know, <laughs> I am from this family and we did all of these things, blah, da, 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 da. Could you imagine just spouting that off <laughs> in the middle of, like, your fancy yacht party? Like, as you all know, I'm Italian, but not really. I'm actually Irish. Um, and this is the story of my family. Uh, to whom it may concern. <laughs> so, but the thing is, he doesn't even actually end up saying, by the way. Yeah. No. Like, he says... Yeah, the lady's like, oh, I think it was a banshee. And he's like, so this is my family history. Yeah, this is why there's a banshee on board. Just so all of you know. He doesn't even say that. He's just like, this is my family history. Yeah. And then they're all like, so it's yours. I see. <laughs> Makes perfect sense now. I think he was just trying to, like, distract from the fact that uh, he brought the banshee. That it was his banshee? Yeah. yeah. But it didn't help because at the end of all of that... The guy's like, so it's yours, you <laughs> jerk. Oh, but I'll be dead soon. Or someone will be. Yeah. Well, it was him. <laughs> the banshee probably didn't want him to retell his story again. Ugh. Yeah. So two hours. Within two hours. So we we don't have much time left. I mean, that's a pretty good, like, like call rate on those i mean that's you, <laughs> call you, rate? I, I don't know i'm trying to think of it as like you think of like a cable company or something like oh service call is like you're waiting around like six mm -hmm. to eight hours i mean like within you get that two, window of time yeah, yeah within two hours a banshee's right there like that's service <laughs> i mean i don't even think they needed to come back i think it was yeah. just like 
you know. One and done. Yeah. There you go. She put in like a work order for a heart attack on this guy and then she went about her <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. So, yeah, if you're ever, if you happen to come from Irish heritage that you could very verbosely spout out how yes. your family got here and why their name is not yeah. what it used to be. Most, though not all, of the surnames associated with Banshees have the O or MC Mac prefix. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the, a lot of them were O's. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So if, if, you know, you could, again, spout out your entire Irish ancestry, um, just uh, watch out if you hear that wail or if you see a pretty woman or a hag or a (laughs) a stoat, a a curvy woman or a stoat or a crow yep or a rabbit yep. or <laughs> you know what if you just see anything at all it's probably a banshee <laughs> yeah just you know or a leprechaun or, or a fae yeah or potentially a skinwalker but that's that's, that's once you get into story north america for another day yeah yeah that's see everywhere has a place that you shouldn't look at anything i think you should just not look at anything ever just yep. keep your eyes down at the ground and just go Yep. If you hear screaming, run. <laughs> Moral of these stories is you mind your business. Yes. Yes. And I'm pretty sure there's a face stealer out there somewhere too. But isn't uh, that like Nicolas Cage or John Travolta? <laughs> face off. Which one is it? <laughs> no, not that kind of face stealer. I'm sure there's some some mythical being that like if you make expressions of some sort, it, its presence it can steal your face. Or something like I know that. that if you make a face and somebody slaps you on the back while you're making it, your face will freeze that way. I don't know. <laughs> At uh, the back of the face or just the no, back? No, they just, I think they just smack you in the back. <laughs> smack like, you in the back of the face. Hmm. In the back of the, the face? The back of the face. It's hard to get to, but you have to really try I hard. feel like if you've smacked somebody in the back of the face, their face <laughs> is going to be stuck in whatever expression it was when you ripped it off. Exactly. So... That's not a lie. Yeah. Um, no, haven't you heard that? We're like, if there was, gosh, it was on some movie. I can't remember. Old, old, like 80s movie where um, this girl was like making one little girl on a boat or something had a dog with a cone on its head. Oh, okay. um, oh, I'm thinking of like a dunce cap. No, no, no. Like the, the dog yeah, cone. I, to I, keep it. It from- I thought it was just a stupid dog. So. <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> now you're no better than the mean girl. What? I'm there just was saying. a there was a snotty bully girl who was like making faces at the dog, and <laughs> um, they were like, "Oh well, if you keep doing it, like your face is gonna freeze that way or whatever." So somebody comes up. I can't remember if it was the other little girl with the dog or if it was somebody else, but they go up behind them when they're making faces and like smack them on the back, and their face freezes in this like horrible contorted like nasty facial expression. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Oh, my gosh. Never. It might be. Uh, I want to say it was a movie like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes or something like that. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Now I'm going to have to look it up. <laughs> yeah, I've I've never heard of some face staying movie. <laughs> well, it, that wasn't like the whole point of the movie. It was like a weird little moment in the movie that I very clearly remember as a child. So. The movie was probably trash. Yeah. But it was an 80s horror movie. 
they're trash in their own beautiful way. I mean, think about the oh stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, that was a terrible non-sequel. Oh. But the original Troll is a beautiful movie. <laughs> it's weird, but it's also cool. And the oh. knockoff wasn't even supposed to be a Trolls movie. Ugh. Yeah. But things like the stuff, it was like, <laughs> I want to say it's like an 80s horror movie of that like caliber. Yeah. I'm sure, I don't remember if we've referenced that in one of these episodes or not. But The like, stuff? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Oh, it's like for anybody who doesn't know, it's basically the story of somebody who eats marshmallow fluff or something of the sort that came out of the ground that just saw it coming out of the ground. and was Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm going to eat that. And he ate it and it was delicious. And then it became marketed. (laughs) And apparently it isn't good for you in the sense that (laughs) it eats your body and will turn you into a husk of a person. It's really just a, a... A big like abstract story about processed sugars. No, well, yeah, it, <laughs> I mean it kind of is, but it, consumerism and like extensive reliance on processed foods is kind of what you can draw from it. But still, it's like, ugh, it's just one of those. Movies. I still don't. You you brought up like the best point of the movie though is that these two like hillbilly rednecky guys yeah. are down in this <laughs> mine and they're walking and they come across this white bubbly stuff coming up out of the bare ground that's not supposed to be there and the one guy walks up and like dips his finger in it and he's like oh that was really good who's where's their mother i mean these are grown adults but like hey bill come over here and try this seriously how how did they make it to adulthood just walking up to stuff coming out of the ground and eating it But we have to remember poor old Chocolate Chip Charlie. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> See, these are the <laughs> names of the people. He's like Famous Amos. That's who he is. Yeah. He's like so, Discount Famous Amos. Yeah. Amos. Yeah. Famous He's Amos. just Amos. He's not Famous <laughs> No, no, no. I, I think I may have said something that sounded different. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, famous I thought you were. Amos. I thought you were so. like joking saying, no, he's just Amos, not no. famous Amos. No. He's just plain old Amos. No. Anyway, moving on. Yes. Uh, we'll probably take a short little. Intermission. Uh, yes. Intermission. <laughs> I, I call it a bumper. We're going to take a short little bumper in here ah. and then uh, we'll be back with some more. Stay thirsty for the unusual with till the last drop. Okay, so the next one, it does show up in Irish folklore and mythology. However, it may be a little bit more um, accustomed to Scottish legend. Mm. This next one is known as a Kelpie. Kelpie. Yes, a Kelpie is a shape-changing aquatic spirit of Scottish legend. Its name may derive from Scottish Gaelic words, Calipich or Colpac, meaning heifer or colt. (laughs) Kelpies are said to haunt rivers and streams, usually in the shape of a horse. Hmm. But beware, these are malevolent spirits. Aren't they always? Well, in this case, yes, because we're ta- we're talking about them. Oh, so yeah. we only talk about malevolent things? Well, maybe. I don't know. Leprechauns are kind of mischievous. Banshees yes. are kind of haggish. Okay, so that's the thing, like banshees... I don't think they're like necessarily evil <laughs> they're themselves. Just, they're just doing their job. <laughs> they are. 
how could you if like my mere presence like caused I, I've doom. never gotten you a mirror for a gift. <sighs> kind of. That that one that I wanted that has the anyways. Uh, so anyway, like they just show up. They can't help it that people die when they show up. <laughs> That's not their fault. Yeah. All right. Anyways, so um, the Kelpie. Yeah. The Kelpie may appear as a tame pony beside a river. It is particularly attractive to children, but they should take care, for once on its back, its sticky magical hide will not allow them to dismount. Once trapped this way, the Kelpie will drag the child into the river and eat them. That's actually horrifying. <laughs> Could I you mean, imagine being just an innocent child? And you're like, ooh, a pony. And it's like, yes, <laughs> oh, look at me, pony. I'm more concerned that it's <sighs> sticky. And then, yeah, then you like, you're like, I'm going to ride this pony. And you get yeah. on and it's like, oh, God, why is it sticky? Why is it sticky? <laughs> why is this horse sticky? <laughs> why are you so sticky? And then it's like. Let's go in the water, child. Let's go for a swim. And the kid's like, yeah, because you're sticky. sticky We need to, like, wash you. And then he's like, ha-ha, tricked you. (laughs) Now, the real question is, is it sticky because it's magical and sticky? Or is it sticky because of all the children that's been on it and they're just naturally sticky? Kids are sticky. Yes. Or Ew. I'm that's why he's eating them because I'm, they got like gum and goo in its hair. And I'm picturing it's just like stuck. a horse with like hair that's a little longer than it should be. And like inside that hair is like lollipops and like oh. Jolly Ranchers and maybe some gum. And like somebody spilled a soda at some point in time. And now it's just kind of like some weird like crusty area on the side. And maybe there's like some chocolate that's in there too. You never know. But it's just got like chocolate. the general like movie theater floor feeling to oh, it. Oh, that's so sticky. And then it neighs. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So, so now we know why it's killing children. Exactly. Because they obviously <laughs> messed this poor horse up. It's so bad that even though that it lives in rivers and water, it can't get rid of the stickiness. <laughs> I know what that's like. We have kids. So uh, everything's always sticky. Um, To make matters worse. Mm-hmm. The water horses can also appear in human form. Now, mm. this is where I wonder if they're still sticky because uh, then it's even worse because now you're a sticky person. I mean, and it's it's a beautiful young woman <laughs> hoping to lure young men to their death. Yeah. Huh. Or they may take on the form of a hairy human <laughs> lurking by the river. Hi, my name's Harry. <laughs> Harry, Harry and the human. Hendersons. No, my name's Harry Human. Um, Harry I'll human. be taking your order. Mm-hmm. What do we have? One child, please. Yes. Oh, wait. No, that's me. Uh, but then you'd have hair in your food. Oh, uh, I so, think they have. Well, eh, whatever. Do you just have like a hairnet over your entire being? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, um, so, yes, beautiful, potentially sticky young woman. Yeah. Or <laughs> Harry Human. Yep. Lurking by the river. Yep. They're ready to jump out at unsuspecting travelers and crush them to death with a vice-like grip. What the hell? Mm. I'm sorry. This is a really interesting creature. This is, I like this one. Huh. This one's like horse lady. That's very sticky. So <sighs> they can also use their magical powers to summon up a flood. Oh, yeah. In order to sweep a traveler away to a watery <laughs> grave. Cool. Now, God. I think the sticky part was more than enough. I mean, I just like kind of just sitting there on the side and then all of a sudden like the 
tides of the, I don't know, let's say the tides of the river rise and you get swept away because of Kelpie is like, I guess, out of range for you to touch it. So, well, apparently they also have a vice like grip. Yeah, I don't know what part is gripping, though. The hairy human arms. Yeah, I guess. If that because one goes it's a with hairy it. human. Well, I'm picturing the horse part now. Like, a, oh, see. A death grip of a horse. I don't know what part. It's just like no, hugging you was, like a normal person. That but was a, when it was in the hairy human form lurking by the river. Yeah, I guess that would do it, too. I don't know if beautiful young woman form <laughs> is able to grip or is sticky. I don't know. It's There's probably a, a lot com- of I think it's a combination of both. It, yeah. So... Yeah. So apparently also (laughs) the sound of their tail entering the water is said to resemble that of thunder. So if you're ever passing by a river and hear an unearthly wailing or howling. (laughs) It's not a banshee. Take care. It could be a Kelpie warning of an approaching storm. Yeah. So they're meteorologists. Cool. But there is some good news. Uh Uh-huh. A Kelpie has a weak spot. Ooh. It's Bertle. Anyone who can get hold of a Kelpie's Bertle will have command over it and any other Kelpie. A captive Kelpie is said to have the strength of at least ten horses and the stamina of many more and is highly prized. It is rumored that the McGregor clan had a Kelpie's Bertle passed down through the generations and said to have come from an ancestor who took it from a Kelpie near Loch Loch Schlod. I don't know. S-L-O-C-H-D. Let's Mm -hmm. leave that up for pronunciation. (laughs) So. Wow. Kelpies are interesting. Yeah. There is another tale in here somewhere, and I need to find it. Here it is. A uh, common Scottish folktale that is that of a Kelpie and the ten children. Mm -hmm. Having lured nine children onto its back, it chases after the tenth. The child strokes its nose and his finger becomes stuck fast. He manages to cut off his finger and escape. (gasps) The other nine children are dragged into the water, never to be seen again. How big is this Kelpie that it has nine whole children on it? (laughs) I'm And room for a tenth? Okay, I'm picturing like, think of a normal horse. Mm -hmm. Only it's exactly like one of those Velcro walls that you jump up on a trampoline and stick to. I'm picturing children just plastered to the side to the of this side horse. And different yeah, like one's in, like in a starfish position, one is like maybe T-posing, I don't know. And I they're just pictured like stuck them, in. like him just getting gradually longer. And then there's the one unlucky one on the stomach. Oh, his head's getting <laughs> thunk, thunk, thunk. The rocks go by like bonk, bonk. <laughs> Uh, he's the lucky one. He's probably unconscious by then. So yeah. So like I said, I pictured him just like his his torso just gets longer, and he like, puts <laughs> more kids. A long like horse. He, he, yes, long horse by Trevor Henderson. Yeah. Like his just like he extends. He's like a coop, and then he becomes like a bus. <laughs> he well, just stacks some. I don't know. There's a cat bus. I guess horse bus isn't too far off either. Cat bus is awesome. <laughs> uh. Yeah. This is an interesting, interesting creature. Yeah. To say the least. I I want to know what started this particular legend <laughs> of a sticky horse that eats kids. Well, I mean, there's there's similar tales of water horses in mythology. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, in uh, Orkney, there's the Nuggle. <laughs> in 
Shetland, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining that that's not a long e. No. There's the <laughs> there's the Shupel tea. Yep. Um, and in the Isle of Man, the Kabul Ushte in mm-hmm. Welsh folk in Welsh folklore, there are tales of. Oh man. Yep. Yep. It's that. And the Scotland, <laughs> and in Scotland, there's another water horse. This one looks like the uh, each Ike Ike Usi Ike Usi. I am I sure know. that I pronounced that it's, wrong, it's, and I apologize. It's like Scottish, and I don't know the pronunciation. It lurks it. in the lochs and is reputed to be even more vicious than the kelpie. Oh my! So the next time you're strolling by a pretty river or stream, be vigilant. <laughs> you may be being watched from the water. By a malevolent Kelpie. Yep. So again, that's another thing that's uh, common in most mythology is like, stay away. Don't look at things. Mm-hmm. Stay away from water because it's either a sticky horse or a, like the Kappa. That's another one that mm-hmm. likes to be in rivers and all that. Um, well, then there's like Nessie. Yeah. Things like that. The giant water beast. There's the Krakens yep. and, yep. you know. Yeah, the Kraken was more out in sea. Yeah, but it's still water. Yeah. yeah. Either um, way, water bad. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everything. Woods woods are bad. Yep. Um, cities are bad. Yeah. Fields are bad. Yeah. The sun is bad. <laughs> Storms are bad. I mean, really, I think a lot of it is something most of these myths and legends come about because something happened that people didn't know how to explain. Yeah. Everything is terrible. Stay inside. Yeah. Well, (laughs) part of it was like parables and things to try and keep kids from doing stupid things. Yeah. Don't go too close to the water because you'll fall in and drown. Ah, I'm going to go swim. Yeah. Don't go too close to the water because there's a sticky horse that's going to eat you. (laughs) Oh, what the hell? Get out of here. (laughs) Like, all right, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Like, you know, it's I'm going to do whatever I want to because I'm a kid and I know everything. But then when there's that that actual threat of like weird, supernatural, mysterious yeah. death. Well, it's like it's like the same thing. if like you don't want your kid to get out of bed at night and mm-hmm. be like you go up to him and say good night. And then you say like kind of nonchalantly turning in the different directions. Like good night monster that lives in the closet that eats children who stay awake. Mm-hmm. And then you just turn off the light and leave. <laughs> there's a story um, I read. I can't remember where, but it was like. Um, a husband and wife, they took a walkie talkies or baby monitor or something and <laughs> stuck one under the bed uh. and like the husband like tucked the kid in and was like, good night, little Timmy. And Timmy's like, good night, dad. I love it's you. And then he's like, good night, monster that lives under Timmy's bed that wants to eat Timmy if he doesn't go to sleep or what, you know, something similar <laughs> to what you said. And then the mom comes over the monitor and goes, good night. <laughs> And then Timmy never gets out of bed again because, you know, something lives under there. I mean, I don't necessarily (laughs) endorse scarring your children in that way, but that's kind of the the idea is that, like, here's these things that were innately dangerous for children and parents needed to find excuses for their kids not being able to do those things other than you can't because I said so. Yeah, I'm sure we could probably find some good stuff in uh, in German folklore, too. Oh, yeah, we'll have to do uh, that because, like, yeah. 
they've got so many i mean if you think <laughs> about all of the Grimm's fairy tales and things like that yeah there's so many different you know witches in the woods and things like that yeah um there's baba yaga too that's not german but um <laughs> no <laughs> no i was thinking of like witches in the woods so yeah um but yeah we'll have to we'll have to do an episode on that too yeah well so yeah everybody yeah listen for the wailing it could be a banshee or a kelpie or an yeah. owl or, or a stoat that screams and wears clothes the stylish stoat yeah i'm getting one <laughs> i mean what's the it's worst it's the perfect thing? size to fit in my purse yes the stylish stoat yes Brought to you by Tommy Hilfiger or whatever his name Hilfiger? is. Hilfiger. Hilfiger, yeah. The off the off brand the off brand fashion stylist. I Brought to you by just regular anus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> regular anus, cool. That's not what that's, I said. That's what it sounded like. Uh, I said Amos. <laughs> oh. uh, but yes, I feel like stuff's it's just coming fun. out of the butt now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Um, I think it's a good time to take another small intermission. Yeah. <laughs> uh. The night is dark. The spirits are restless. They demand to be poured until the last drop. All right. You know what time it is? Drink time? Yeah, it's it's drink time. <laughs> <laughs> so in this case... Since we were talking about like uh, a hag of -hmm. some sort, the banshee, if you will, there was a drink that you came across that was known as the hag. Yes, it's the hag cocktail. No. So uh, this time around, we didn't create our own cocktail or anything. That one is something for the future. And we have Mm -hmm. a special plan aside for that. Mm -hmm. So uh, in this case, we just grabbed a recipe. And I believe it was what equal parts of uh, a poutine um midori melon liqueur and what was it a lime a lemon lime soda yeah like sprite like seven that. up yeah and then they said like add ice it's like okay whatever yeah you put it over ice now yeah. so we have it made up here and mm-hmm. you're not holding it yet oh but... no i set it down oh yeah so we have it here and <laughs> you're I holding the drink now yes yes i am sorry i was failing so. at my job here um, now this reminds me of that very bright green one that we had for the uh, the alien episode because oh, that one yeah. also used the same Midori. Oh, um, did it? Yeah, that makes sense why yeah, it would be sure. the same color. Yeah, yeah. So why don't you go ahead and give a taste uh, of that one? Okay. And give a, sh- a little bit of a review, I guess. <laughs> uh huh. It's better now, actually, that I smelted some. Oh, okay. So it's a little watered down. Um, it's actually not as bad now. Yeah, it's, it cut it down a lot. Yeah, we tried it when we first made it, and um, it was intense. It was strong. It was pretty much poutine well, forward. Like that was yeah. that was what you tasted. Yeah, which I mean, it's not bad, but like. I don't know. I think personally, I'm not a huge fan of just a straight liquor with the Midori. I don't think that melon is a strong enough taste to like blend well with 
not a strong else. liquor. Yeah. And the, the poteen is, yeah, is quite strong. Pretty strong. Yeah. It's so. it's very similar to, in my opinion, to like moonshine. Yeah. No, granted, this was only an 80 proof, so it's not like not like Everclear or something. Right. But it's also not very forward with its flavors anyway. Yeah. So it's We use the um Mad March hair. Yeah. Poutine. Which is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's if you're looking for something just to like <laughs> drink on its own, go for it. Um I'm but sure it's also that there with some mixes too. I was say I'm sure that the with the appropriate mixes it would be really good or like we were talking about maybe if you found a way to infuse it with some flavor, it yeah. could it could help. To yeah. me, it's just a super strong uh alcohol flavor yeah so. it's it's not aged really it's <laughs> it's from like a copper still and all that and you look at it it's basically it's crystal clear mm-hmm. so it's not going to have any kind of like barrel aging or anything that's going to give right. it a little bit more flavors and complexity it's it's pretty much straight into it so yeah i'd say it's it's i guess similar to like a, a strong vodka and a moonshine kind of yeah. together yeah and like that's the thing. It's like this is, uh, of course, this was a recipe that we just found. This mm-hmm. wasn't something that we made ourselves and all that. So Mm-mm. it might be n- in need of a little alterations, I suppose. Right. So. I'm sure if you tweaked it, it could be really nice. Like I said, now that the ice has has melted some and diluted it, it's actually a lot better. Yeah. Um, it's it's tamer, I guess. Yeah. It's not bad. I mean. It's- it looks interesting. Oh yeah, it's so, really neat looking. Absolutely yeah. love the look of this. Yeah, I mean, if um, if you want to like fool somebody into thinking they're drinking absinthe from a distance, then it's just kind like, of, kind it's of, like, yeah. Um, but I would not personally. I wouldn't order this drink. I would not actively seek <laughs> to get this drink. Yeah, no, it's it's not one for me either. It's uh, it's all right in its own sense, but it's not something that. I would be like, oh, yeah, let's go get this. I mean, I guess in some sense it's accurate to the name. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody really orders a hag. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Somebody might. I'm sure there's somebody out there who likes a good hag. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Probably someone with uh, the O or Mac in their in their name. Uh-huh. The curse. Yes, you know. yes. They they love so, a good hag. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I think they try and steer clear. That's why they move oh, yeah. to other countries and change their names. Yeah. And then tell really in-depth stories <laughs> about their lineage. Yes, long-winded <laughs> stories. Yes. That really don't, it doesn't just go well. And it's just it was like, like here's a whole lot of information yeah. and then you're dead. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess. I guess if somebody is ever giving me a very long-winded story about like their ancestry i'd i'd have to question it and be like someone's following you aren't they <laughs> it's either that or like they're about to tell you their evil villain plan <laughs> like whenever somebody starts going yeah. off on a huge you know rant about that kind of stuff yeah uh, yeah the cliche of all the villains having to tell their superheroes that they need to uh sit right down and listen mm-hmm. to them mm-hmm. this is my master plan yep. and all of its working parts yep you will obviously not use this information to my disadvantage. <laughs> I know. Well, I think that's going to be it for this episode. Oh, um, already? Yeah. I mean, we're we're coming up on a pretty decent amount of time, as well as we covered some pretty good topics as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we went over the Banshee, obviously, as most people would know from our intro. <laughs> uh, we went over that very sticky horse, the Kelpie. Oh, yeah. Don't remind me. <laughs> it was traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we went with a pretty decent drink as yeah, well. Yeah, the like, hag. Yep. Now, like, that, we can't be confusing that one with the Banshee itself, even though they went and uh, called her a hag in multiple occasions. Yeah. So, she can also be beautiful. Yeah, or mm-hmm. a stoat. And, like, <laughs> right. I, I forgot I've, she could be yeah, a stoat. Yeah, I've brought that <sighs> up many times. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, promote the stoat. Promote the stoat. There we go. Is that throw, our is that our catchphrase now? Yeah, Promote the shirt. stoat. Shirts, keychains, mm-hmm. mugs. I don't know. Travel bags. Till the last the drop. Promote the stoat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it. Uh, but anyway, we've got a few things coming up um, in the future here that seem to be pretty interesting. However, yeah, at it least has, I think they're interesting. Yeah, it has <laughs> been a little bit slower on our production side. There's been a lot of. Um, travel that's mm-hmm. been going on recently that's kind of been putting a bit of our production on hold which yeah. is unfortunate but it's it has to happen so yeah um other than that i mean you can always send us a message on either facebook or directly through our website to lastdrop.com yep and they can also find all of our previous episodes on our website yep as well as most of the uh, podcast providers, our heart radio, Apple podcasts, you know, the lot. Mm-hmm. All that. So other than that, I mean, uh, yeah. If anybody has any comments or questions, feel free to reach out and let us know. Yeah. So uh, I'll let you end up here. So. Well, thank you for staying with us until the last drop. Yeah. Thank you for listening till the last drop for more paranormal experiences served up with a theme drink. Check us out wherever you listen to podcasts.